Does a bear shit in the woods? Yes, they do. And they also drop a loaf at Ford Field. Let's talk about the game. Elbow, forearm, he's going to be down. The result of the play is a touchdown. The flag that was thrown on this was picked up. I don't know, did they get the face mask? So by rule, the game is over. The Lions Hangover. Welcome, everybody, to the Lions Hangover podcast. I am Brad. Thanks for joining me on this very early Tuesday morning. So early for this. It took forever for my voice to recover, so this is a good time to do this. Uh, I just woke up, so I got sleep in my eyes, too, so forgive me. Not that you guys care. So let's see if we can zip through this. Uh, Don't forget, you can find me on all social medias, X, Facebook, Instagram, I think that's it. And of course, if you're watching me, thanks for watching on YouTube. And if you're listening to me, thanks for checking me out on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Those are the only places you can find me right now. So, yeah, the Lions beat the Bears on Sunday. What an amazing comeback victory. Uh, the final score was 31-26. to The Lions move up to 8-2. and It's the first time they're 8-2 since 1962. Uh, I also saw a crazy stat where... Uh, this is the first comeback in 84 attempts, something like that, with uh, uh, no other team has been trailing by 10 points in the last three minutes and one, something like that. Uh, so now teams that were trailing by 10 points or more with three minutes left, they were like 0-83 or 0-84. Now they're 1-84, the one being the Lions. So that's also pretty impressive. So uh, let's go ahead and check out the game. Like, let's discuss it. Jared Goff had a horrible game, horrible game. And uh, there were even some boos at Ford Field. And I saw Dan Campbell say something like he doesn't know why they were getting booed. I think it was because Jared Goff was throwing three interceptions in the the game, you know, and uh, lack of aggressiveness from – uh, the offense and even the defense, you could probably cut the defense a little bit of slack, even though Justin Fields ran all over them. But uh, they were on the field twice as long as the Bears defense. I think the time of possession was something like 40 minutes in favor of the Bears to 20 minutes in favor of the Lions. Uh yeah, that defense is going to be tired. So uh, for Hutchinson to come up with that huge play at the end of the game is just amazing. What a freaking unbelievable comeback. And I have to say, Bears fans, you suck. Bears fans suck. Uh, some of the Bears fans that were right around me, they were okay. But there was one Bears fan that was like four rows ahead of me. And, man, he got under my skin a little bit. I wasn't even going to talk about it, but he just he bothers me now. Uh, and I don't mind. Uh, I've been the, the visiting fan before. I don't mind. You stand up, cheer, whatever. Your team's doing good. Have a good time. It was constantly just turning around and taunting us. That that got a little annoying, and that dude got under my skin. Bears fans, you suck. I'm sorry. Um, but it was a good game, and in the end, I think we had the last laugh. So let's break down the scoring plays. Uh, Chicago gets things going with a... Uh, Deontay Foreman right tackle for one yard touchdown. And of course, Mr. Santos with the extra point. Then with three minutes left in the first quarter, 
Mr. Jared Goff throws his first interception right to Stevenson. It was intended for Sam Laporta. Uh, but yeah, Stevenson, uh, five yard return. This is interception number one. So, Lions defense starting to make a stand. They force uh, uh, Chicago to punt just after nine plays. And then uh, with a minute 39 left in the first quarter, uh, guess what? Here comes interception number two. This time the interception goes to... um, uh, Oh, I'm sorry. That was the end of the first quarter. So this... uh, Interception goes to Edwards of Chicago. It was intended for Donovan Peoples-Jones. He didn't have much of a game today, but I did see that that pass was intended for him. A lot of the passes, I I think two of the three interceptions looked exactly the same, where the ball was just going right down the middle of the field. Uh, Not a whole lot of awareness by Jared Goff. Uh, These interceptions, I completely blame Jared Goff. Uh, It's not like one of the balls was tipped or anything like that. So... Just not a good day. And look, those days happen, but it's uh, unfortunate that they all happened uh, today, like in in one game. Um, You know, three interceptions, four turnovers altogether because Craig Reynolds had a a fumble. I don't blame Craig Reynolds for that fumble, though. He got hit hard, and I hope he's feeling okay today. Uh, There was a fumble by the Bears. That was... Recovered by, uh, what is it? Recovered by Sutton. I think that's what it says. This is the first time I'm looking at this format for the uh, for the play by play. So I'm just trying to read it right. It it summarizes it a little bit more than in a way that I'm not used to. But I I, I wanted to include the turnovers as they happen in the game. Usually I just go by the scores and I'm like, oh yeah, and Jared Goff had an interception. This time I'm trying to put them in order here. So. Uh, I'll get better. Plus, I just woke up. Seriously, like 10 minutes ago. I just turned on the lights and the camera, and here I am. Give me a break. Uh, So, uh, Justin Fields, he fumbles and is recovered by Cam Sutton. This leads to a Lions touchdown by uh, Jameer Gibbs. He runs to the left end for two yards. And I thought Jameer Gibbs had a pretty solid day. Um, he, no record breakers or anything like that. And David Montgomery. David Montgomery had a great day against his former team. I think he was player of the game. Uh, anyway, the score currently is 7-7 seven to seven at that point. So with 7.36 left in the second quarter, uh, Chicago gets a field goal, making it 10 to seven. Uh, right now the Lions are still in it and you're like, okay, Jared Goff's going to recover from these interceptions. You know, things are looking good, but with, uh, one remaining in the half, uh, there's a touchdown from, uh, to Amon Ross St. Brown for seven yards. Uh, it's a Jared Goff pass, uh, short middle, uh, and of course, the extra point is good. The Lions are winning fourteen to ten going into the second half, and things are looking good because the Lions get the ball coming out of the third quarter. This is exactly what you want, except the Lions come out punting after just four plays. Uh, so there's a punt, so that leads to the another field goal, uh, a fifty yard. Oh, 
see, this is where I'm screwing up. I should have wrote this out a little bit better. This leads to a 53-yard field goal by Santos, making it 13-14. to 14. Next is the, on the very next play, this is the kickoff uh, return uh, from Craig Reynolds, and he was moving. It was actually a pretty good return, but he just got nailed from the side, and he goes flying like five yards in the air, and the ball just comes shooting out. It's a good play. It's rough. But uh, I don't blame Craig Reynolds, but it is uh, pretty tough to see, especially after already two interceptions. And now you have the fumble. At this point, the Lions are still in. But I think that started to take the momentum out a little bit of, of the Lions, you know, just having bad luck. Like, man, this is just not our day. So this leads to a touchdown after just three plays. Uh, the touchdown is uh, a deep pass from fields to uh, more for 39 yards. This was pretty crazy. There were a few times uh, during the game that Fields was just throwing it deep, and most of the time he was overthrowing or he was throwing out of bounds, uh, but he was able to connect this time for the touchdown, and Chicago goes up 20-14. to 14. Now, the next drive, here comes interception number three by Jared Goff. It was intended for Josh Reynolds, uh, it was intercepted by Edmonds. What is that? His second of the day. My shoulder itches. Give me a second. Yeah. So that was his third of the day and thankfully final interception because I don't think we would have been able to withstand a fourth interception. This leads to a field goal by the Bears. Um, or is it at a 40-yard field goal by the Bears? So their kicker, Santos, he had a pretty good day. Lions punt on the very next drive. This leads to another field goal by the Bears. Uh, this is where it's a little bit debatable. I think uh, some people are blaming Eberflus, which I heard uh, Matt Derry from Lacton Lions call him Eberlus. I thought that was pretty funny. Uh, so I wanted to pass it on to you. Uh, also, if you're looking for daily Lions content, I'm just going to go ahead and plug Lockdown Lions. That's pretty good, pretty good podcast. I listen to it every day uh, just because he's an everyday podcast and I'm a once a week podcast. So if you're looking for every day, go check him out. Matt Derry, he's not for everybody, but I like him. Uh, so, yeah, that leads to a, a Santos 39-yard field goal. So now this means that the Bears are winning right now, 26 to 14, uh, but with uh, 26 to 14 with four minutes left. So uh, the Lions, though, the very next drive, they finally get it together. And, and I think I was just uh, telling my girlfriend at the game that if the Lions have a chance, they need to score right now, and they need to do it fast. And sure enough, they do. Six plays, 75 yards, one minute and 16. The Lions score a touchdown. This is a, a deep pass to Jamison Williams. Jamo, fantastic catch. Uh, he was actually pretty wide open right in the end zone. He did turn around, and he, he kind of just like cradled the ball coming in. Uh, so I thought he did good. And then, of course, I'm like, well, if they're going to have a chance, they gotta they got to – force a three and out and sure enough they did uh the bears only get three plays 26 seconds they only get one yard they punt the ball very next drive the lions 11 plays 73 yards only takes two minutes and four seconds and david montgomery rushes it in and the two-point conversion is successful uh the two-point conversion was pretty amazing that was the sam laporta he was wide open on the left side of the end zone uh, that David Montgomery touchdown was just a one yard. And 
to seal the deal, the play of the game, perhaps. I don't know if you'd call it the play of the game because the Lions already had the lead. So maybe maybe the Montgomery touchdown is a play of the game. But uh, the Hutchinson, man, that was definitely exciting and unexpected. And, and it was the topper. It was the cherry on top. So uh, Justin Fields is sacked at the 15 for a minus of 10 yards. The ball comes loose. Uh, Hutchinson chases it out of the end zone and uh, the offensive lineman for the Bears. He accidentally kicks it and it goes out of the back of the end zone for the safety. So Hutch gets credit for the safety. He gets credit for the sack. He gets credit for the fumble. It's just amazing. This puts the Lions up 31 to 26 with like 20 seconds left or something like that. And the Bears, of course, have to do the sky kick. Uh, and Amon Ra St. Brown sealed the sealed deal with an amazing catch uh like at the 50 yard line so that was pretty amazing what an intense game i thought justin fields played okay he definitely beat us on the ground um the lions have a lot of work to do before they play the packers uh no doubt about that this thanksgiving which is just like in two days from now so um justin fields finished 16 of 23 with 169 yards one touchdown, two sacks, 18 yards, a uh, quarterback rating of 105.2. But where he really hurt us was on the ground. Like I said, he had 18 carries for 104 yards. This is something I've been chirping about for the last year and a half. Uh, the Lions can stop the run. The Lions cannot stop the mobile quarterback. So, uh, yeah, the other three rushers, they, they only accounted for 80 yards. So if it wasn't for, you know, total, there was 183 yards. If it wasn't for Justin Fields, Lions would have had another solid day against the run. Uh, only allowing one touchdown, though, from Deontay Foreman. Uh, DJ Moore, he was leading receiver for the Bears, seven catches, 96 yards uh, for the one touchdown. Uh, so let's talk about the defense because nobody really cares about the Bears on this show. Jared Goff finished 23 of 35 for 236 yards, two touchdowns, three interceptions. Of course, the two touchdowns come. Uh, no, no, they, he had one in each half. And the three interceptions, he was sacked two times. His quarterback rating was 68.3, not the best game. Look, he found a way to win, and that's what good quarterbacks can do. And that's not something I had faith in Jared Goff to do before. Uh, when we were in that position, I was not excited. I did not think he was going to be able to pull it out, but I'm happy he did. And hopefully this starts a trend. Like it's just this season, Jared Goff is starting to prove a whole bunch of things to me. And I, as a fan, like he's just starting to do better. He's starting to throw the ball a little bit better downfield, uh, with the exception of the three turnovers, I mean, you hate to see that, and I'm not going to lie, I was pretty pissed after that third interception. You know, uh, you just got to think, man, make better decisions, make better throws. You're a quarterback, and you, you want to be considered elite, but you're not playing elite, not in a time like this. But, hey, a comeback victory erases all of that because it's like you win the game, those three interceptions never even happened, man. Uh, other than a stat sheet, they didn't affect the game at all because we won the game. So, uh you know, ultimately, good job, but in the moment, you sucked, Jared Goff. But I mean that lovingly, I guess you could say. Uh, David Montgomery, he was the leading rusher today, 12 carries for 76 yards, six yards of carry, one touchdown. Jameer Gibbs, eight carries, 36 yards, one touchdown. I thought Jameer Gibbs had a pretty solid day because he also had 59 yards on six receptions. So 
<clears throat> almost 100 yards of total offense from Jameer Gibbs, and that's not too bad. Amon Ross St. Brown, though, was the leading receiver, eight receptions for 77 yards and the touchdown. Then, of course, Jameson Williams, he had two catches for 44 yards with that touchdown. Uh, Laporta really didn't get involved until late in the game. He did have the two-point conversion. He finished with three receptions for 18 yards. Uh, Donovan Peoples-Jones, he did have that one target that ended up being an interception, but uh, he didn't get it. Uh, it was nice to see him out on the field, though. Uh, Craig Reynolds had the fumble. Alex Anzalone did recover the fumble during the game uh, when they stripped it away from uh, the Bears. Anzalone, though, he had 15 tackles. I think he was defensive player of the game. Uh, 11 of those tackles were solo. He was everywhere on the field. And you know who else had a fantastic game? I thought was Brian Branch. He had three tackles for loss. He was, uh, when the Lions did stop the Bears, I thought he was uh, uh, stopped Justin Fields. I thought he was a big part of that uh, with his three tackles for loss. Uh, he also had some pass interference calls on him. I'm not sure if that is justified. I thought that some of those were a little bit weak, especially there was one uh, in the end zone, and that ball was not even catchable. It was it was like 10 yards out of bounds. Just Justin Fields completely overthrew him. Um, I hate those. Like I, I just wish those would not get called. If the ball's not catchable, is it really pass interference? Like dude's throwing it out of bounds. Uh, but then I guess you play the what if game like, oh, well, if he wasn't being held, like maybe the quarterback could have, you know, thrown it more accurately. I don't know. Uh, Josh Pascal, he also had a tackle for loss today. He finished with five tackles. Cam Sutton finished with five tackles. Uh, our man Hutch finished with six tackles. Two of them were solos. And of course, he got credit for that sack. Uh, Aline McNeil also had a sack. I thought Aline McNeil had a pretty solid game. He's he's having a good year, I think. Uh, John Kaminsky had two tackles. Uh, I think he started to step it up, man. We haven't really said his name at all this year. And uh, he was kind of a presence last year. At least he was really noticeable when he was on the field. And not so much this year, but I think, uh, yeah, uh, the Bears game was a step in the right direction. Um Riley Patterson, not a single field goal. Jack Fox, he had two punts for 97 yards, and both of those were inside the 20. So Jack Fox had a solid game as well. Uh, it says the Ford Field was only 99% capacity. Only 63,873 people showed up out of the 64,500 people that supposedly had tickets. Uh, yeah, so up next, it is the Lions versus the Green Bay Packers for Thanksgiving. Let's see. Uh, the Packers, they won, didn't they? Green Bay Packers. Oh, I accidentally typed Packets. That's not good. Let's just do a Google search. Yeah, Packers. And who did they play? You guys like hanging out at this moment, don't you? Yeah, Green Bay Packers. Uh, yeah, they beat the Chargers. Come on, why is it so easy to find the Lions stats? Mm -mm -mm. Verse Chargers. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Just tap that. Uh, yeah, Justin Fields, he finished 
27 of 40 with 322 yards, two touchdowns. I think this is going to be a different Packers game than we played before. However, it is Thanksgiving. The Lions are going to be jacked up. Ford Field is going to be crazy. Uh, you know, it was all Jordan Love in that game. So I don't know if he's, he's – I know he's starting to play better, but I don't know if he's establishing himself as quarterback one for the Packers. Uh, not a whole lot of a rushing presence from the Packers this past week against the Chargers. It was definitely all Jordan Love. Uh, Wicks and Dobbs and even Reed were sort of the leading receivers. Uh, Wicks had three receptions for 91 yards. Dobbs had five receptions for 53 yards and a touchdown. Um, and Reed had four catches for 46 yards. So it looks like the ball was spread out pretty good. Um, what does this mean for the Lions? I mean, I think the Lions are okay against the pass. Uh, I think the weakness is strictly against a mobile quarterback. I think a mobile quarterback... Uh, creates problems for the Lions. The the Packers only won 23 to 20. It was in Green Bay, so they have a short week. We have a short week. It'll be interesting to see how it plays out. This should be a victory. This should be a victory. I think the Lions will be able to handle Jordan Love. Uh good for him for starting to put a couple of good games together, but I I don't see any problems uh being able to stop him. Uh I'm not looking for any sort of uh run uh uh, against us, uh, A.J. Dillon had 14 carries for 29 yards. I think that's going to be a similar stat line for the Lions. The Lions' run defense has been pretty solid all year. Um, and again, like you don't want to jinx yourself, you know, I, but I, I see the Lions moving up to 9-2. and two. I see this being a victory, and they're going to enjoy some extra time off after this game. Uh, so hopefully... I'm right. Hopefully we're all right. I'm sure we're all thinking the Lions are going to win this week, but they definitely have to clean up uh, some of their mistakes. Uh, the defense has to get better against any sort of scrambling quarterback. Uh, Jordan Love hasn't really established himself as a running quarterback yet, but who knows? Uh, let's not let him get that reputation in this game because the Lions have a history of, you know, making teams' weaknesses look good. So... I hope that makes sense. Uh, anyway, I think that's it for me. Go Lions. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. And I will uh, see you after the game on Thursday.